Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He walked right up and told me that he liked my style. Yeah. My style. He walked right up and told me that he liked my style. I like my style. And welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the episode number two of The New Entrepreneur Negro, brought to you by Last Name Legacy and all the affiliates and New Twist Radio and all that good stuff. And uh, once again, I'm here with the new Entrepreneur Negro himself, Mr. Hey. Ryan Hunter. and. What's uh, Last name, legacy, blue demons, baseball, tees with attitudes, and a whole slew of other things that uh, that he got going on here. And uh, last time we spoke, we spoke about his reasons as to why he was going into business for himself and what led to his decisions and some of the things, some of the challenges that have taken place and some of the expectations. But today, we're going to talk about a few, you know, some, a little bit different. We're going to take it a little bit different route. Um, since we already got the other stuff out the way, we're going to talk about some some different things, some things about ideas and all like that. Um, but l- let me introduce my man, Ryan Hunter, is in the building. What's going on, man? Jay, man, what's happening? I'm so excited about doing our second episode of The New Entrepreneur. Uh, got an excellent response from the first episode. A lot of people, you know, hit me up. They said that they liked it. They wanted to hear more. A couple of people said they wanted to talk to us on the show. So we're going to get some stuff together. But, uh, you know, LeBron James, man, a big shout out to one of the biggest young African-American entrepreneurs out there. But it, I did some thinking after he filed his trademark for Taco Tuesday. And I started thinking, and I'm like, hey, one, is Taco Tuesday something that you can trademark? And I did a little bit of research. I saw that there were some, you know, there were already like 29 uh, attempts at filing a trademark for Taco Tuesday as far back as like 1982. Wow, really? Yeah, it it was really deep. So one big thing about doing it is, you know, if you're going to do something like that, you have to do your research. Uh, just because it's LeBron James doesn't mean that the trademark application is automatically going to get approved. Right. And we know that LeBron has a lot of power, but he does not have power within the USPTO, or so we know of. Uh, but We'll find out soon. I said, we're going to learn. But then I saw a post from the Black Upstart on Instagram. Shout out mm-hmm. to Kezia Williams, uh, someone who I met while I was living in Atlanta. Awesome young lady. She founded the Black Upstart. Uh, it is a huge resource for me, and I check out the posts all the time. Uh, and she had a post on there that w- that was entitled, Four Reasons Why You Should Not Worry About People Stealing Your Idea. Uh, and it was really interesting to me because being in the t-shirt and apparel business with Tees With Attitude, mm-hmm. you know, 90% of the t-shirts that I put out 
are sayings. Mm-hmm. It's something that is not easily trademarked. It could be something as simple as Taco Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that's not easily trademarked. It's something... They're more novelties than anything. Mm-hmm. A lot of the... Trust God and chill. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of the designs that I have are my property. But the words that go into some of the novelty tees are just, you know, general statements. Right. I could print it on a t-shirt and I'm sure there are 10,000 other people printing the same exact words on t-shirts and on Mm. sweatshirts and on hoodies that I'm printing. So it's not something where it's just individual to me. And I think that's where a lot of the concern is in business And you hear a lot of people who are starting a business saying, well, this already exists. And for me, in business, you don't want to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. I don't want to say you don't want to reinvent the wheel because it's always great to be an innovator. It's always great to have something else that no one else does. But a lot of businesses succeed because they have done something better than their competition and it's usually not the product Mm -hmm. uh i usually give people the comparison model between fast food restaurants okay one you know you have wendy's you have burger king you have mcdonald's all three sell what burgers Mm -hmm. all three sell burgers all three sell really good burgers Mm -hmm. i don't think that anybody any of those restaurants does not sell to more than a million customers on a regular basis. Right. Which means that I don't have to have the greatest hamburger in the world. It's all about convenience. A lot of people go to McDonald's because why? There's more McDonald's than almost any other fast food restaurant out there. Right. If you ride through a city, and I could think just in the city of Wilmington, I can think of three McDonald's. Uh, Just going through Newcastle, I can think of three McDonald's in a five-minute driving span. Mm -hmm. So it's convenience. People don't go to a McDonald's. And then that also lends to my point. There's three McDonald's within a five-minute span. And I can tell you that they all serve a million people a year. Right. You don't (laughs) have to be different than somebody else to be successful. You can do the same exact thing that somebody else does, and you can capitalize on it. Can I speak to that? Yeah. Because you saying that, man, I, I, I don't know if you remember, um, and I know you don't know my reaction to it, but when when I first started doing the new Twist show, <clears throat> excuse me, when I first started doing the new Twist show, my ultimate goal was to have a radio station. Right. And my radio station, what I wanted to do, do you remember what what, what type of format I wanted it to be? No, because I, sh- I wanted this it was to how be. How many years ago? This man. was like almost close to ten years ago. It was about nine years ago. Um, I wanted the format to be throwback hip hop and R and B. Wow, that's that's ten, ten years ago. That's what I wanted. You know, that's that's what I wanted to do. You wanted to be serious XM Fly, and I was doing think about <laughs> so. <clears throat> excuse me. So I was. Doing and I don't remember. I don't know if you remember me talking about all the radio research I used to do 
back then listening to all the different iHeartRadio channels, oh, listening I to different it, channels. That's on. why I wanted to be involved, but I said, Jay, this is your project. I want you doing it I because a, you were so passionate. Yeah, about I did it. a I did a lot of research with iHeartRadio. I did a lot of research with um uh what's that um that one site? Tune in, tune in radio or tune in whatever the app is called. I did a lot of research on that and I had satellite radio and all that. Um and then I was like, there's no throwback hip hop and R and B station. Right. And then I came across one in Hawaii. And I was like, okay, well, there's one in Hawaii. They then they started popping up. In Hawaii? Then they started popping up all over. And then I was like, I got so deflated. I was like, I wanted to be the first. Then I couldn't be the first, but I was like, I want to get mine out there. And it, and it just it didn't happen until I got so deflated. Like, I, I don't even want to do this anymore because it's been done. I was like, well, these stations come up all over the place. You got to do it better than anybody else. And one of the things, hap- one of the things that happened was, Excuse me. One of the things that happened was in Philadelphia, there was a throwback hip hop and RB station. There's been a couple. And then they would switch formats because they just were not able to sustain. I guess they weren't sustainable. Right. Maybe they got new ownership. I remember when Michael Vick was in town, he bought a station. And when he first bought the station, it was a throwback hip hop and RB station. And then about two years, three years in, they switched formats on and became, you know, I guess you would call it current. Or whatever the case may be, but I was so deflated. But I, I said, you know, I gotta come back and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stay the course and try to make this happen. Right. And another example of what you're talking about, of you can be in the same business model. You you mentioned it earlier, Sirius and XM. Sirius right. and XM were not always. Some people don't know this, but they were not always the same company. Right. They were competitors. XM was first. Sirius came just not too long after, but Sirius was doing. I, I can remember being. I was uh, I was working at a Best Buy, right. and we would have to push satellite radio. And you know the way I pushed, I said, "Well, XM was first. They have a lot of you know a lot of whatever, but Sirius came after, and they just kind of improved on what XM was doing. And you know it just but they're in the same business. They had right. different stations, but they just did you know XM was able to improve on it. Now they're together, and you know there's there's just one satellite company, but there could be another one coming on. We never know." Right. Could be another one Always. coming along or, you know, but now you got apps and stuff like that. So people not necessarily listening to these things in their car. But I just wanted to speak to that as to what you were speaking on and how that actually personally affected me. But I'll, I'll give I'll give you the floor. Yeah, because so going back to the post, that was actually the first reason. Uh, and it was saying you're about that why life. Your business is your what, not your why. Your why is what motivates you to work till midnight and work on weekends copycats who take your what can never copy your why Mm. without a why most copycats quit wow and there's a lot of truth in that because the what is always going to be there uh your business whether like for me with t-shirts uh there are so many different locally and just locally and i can think of you know i started out with L, with Dead Denim, El Nino Couture, uh, Star Status. There have been so many different uh, brands of apparel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Shane, uh, he came out. Shane and Gene, they had their line, which is absolutely amazing stuff. Uh, Trap came out with his line. Absolutely and this is amazing all local. stuff. This is all local. Okay. Like, uh, Ron with Thorough Threads, man, he's another Howard High product. 
I absolutely love the creativity here. Uh, and it, so many of the brands offshot off of one because there was so much of the what. We knew, obviously, clothing is something that it's a necessity. People will always need clothes. People will always need apparel. You always have to cover your back. Right. You can't go out in public naked without getting arrested. So clothing some, some, is a necessity. Some days. Most days. Well, most days. <laughs> most clothing days. is a necessity. So mm-hmm. because the what is something that's essential, it doesn't matter how many people do it. Right. It just, right. it's all about what you bring to it that everybody else doesn't. Right. And usually your it has to do with your going. why. Mm-hmm. And, and, that's, and, that, and you said that's what keeps you going Right, that's what keeps your business going mm-hmm. I tell people my Block suite for me You know, I am coming up at the end of this month It'll be 12 years in business with Block Suite wow. And it's It's been a, a labor of love for me Because there were plenty of times Where I was discouraged uh, I know you remember All of the legal stuff with Domino's Pizza when I, I posted, that. That was man, big. like that was, that was that stuff, it was so big, it almost broke me because I was having to deal with attorneys. I was having to deal with the legal ramifications mm. of posting this video about a national franchise that didn't portray them in the greatest light. Mm. So me using my platform. That's not your fault. No, no, we not at all. We can talk about that, but that's not, not your fault. Definitely not my fault. That's the guy who's washing <laughs> the dishes with car wash. That's his fault. Man, that's his <laughs> fault. And y'all can still find that video on YouTube. It's still there. Uh, they never successfully got me to take it down. So <laughs> the video is Is that still what they there. were trying to do? They're trying to get you to take it down? Oh, yeah. They oh, were pushing for sense. me to take that video down. Yeah. Um, and then mysteriously, when I declined all of it, my website disappeared. Um, so Block Suite really? disappeared. I lost over... 250 original articles all of my content was gone wow and i think at that point i was just so discouraged it was like you know but it it was a learning experience now Mm -hmm. i know i have backups after backups after backups of Mm -hmm. my content i didn't do it back then because it was all new to me okay Uh, but i think that speaks to the second point in you didn't cut corners and i know back early into the business I cut corners for lack of knowledge. It wasn't that it wasn't there or I attempted to cut the corners. Mm-hmm. It was just because I didn't know that I was cutting corners. Okay. But now, you know, when you want your business to sustain, you're going to make every effort to make sure you're doing it the right way. Right. You know, uh, you and I, you gave me a call, what, yesterday, the day before, about the letter that you received mm-hmm. uh, because you were on my board of directors and you received a letter at your residence from the IRS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it can make anybody That can make a lot of people nervous. <laughs> but it's just because of the checks and balances and we are doing things the right way now. Right. So 10 years ago, I didn't have a board of directors. I didn't have anybody working with me. And now I'm doing the right things and we have the right filings and I have the right attorneys and mm-hmm. I have the right accountants and we have the right people in place to make sure that we're doing things the right way and right. we're not cutting corners. Right. Uh, a lot of businesses don't sustain because they cut corners. The biggest thing that I can always, and I I advise so many people who come to me and ask me for advice about starting a business is make sure that your business is a business. Mm. 
the the biggest difference between what I am doing right now and what a lot of people do is that I have an EIN. Okay. If you don't have an EIN, your business is not a business. It's a hobby. Right. Right. Make your business legal. Absolutely. Make your business legitimate. Absolutely. Don't and cut the, the that, corners. And that can be just uh, going as far as to just getting an LLC. Right. You'll get you'll get what you need being an LLC, and you can take it for, from there. It's inexpensive, man. And I think honestly, with the licensing, the EIN, the LLC, you probably spend two, three hundred bucks right. to legitimize your business. Right. And if you can't make that back. In a three-month period, you probably shouldn't be in business. Well, here's the thing, um, and, and you're probably right, and it depends on what your business is. You know, if if you're in the business of selling a product, you should be right. able to make that back right away. Right. If you're in a business kind of like what I'm in, and like I, told, like I said last episode, I don't consider myself an entrepreneur yet, but I'm in the business of entertaining. Right. So I'm not making any money right now. I'm just entertaining people with hopes of... Eventually, but it will creating, come. Creating it will come income. because you understand now that there are ways to monetize what you right. do. Exactly. And I think when we started, what back in '03? Oh, you talking about back then? Yeah, I mean, shoot, we were in the studio. We were in <laughs> right. the studio at the shore. We were, I mean, at, we were but, at a radio station. <laughs> at a radio station. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But we didn't monetize on anything that we did because that wasn't something that we really understood how to do. Side note. The new radio station down there is amazing. It's I like in the middle of a. It's like in the middle of, of of a building now, in a glass room. Wow! And like you, you can be on the radio and you're watching people walk to their classes and stuff like that. Wow! I want to check it out. Station. I got pictures of it, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. So I know a lot of people that are entrepreneurs. All right, right? Um, makeup artists, right? T-shirt uh, creators. Um, uh, I know a girl in Orlando that is that does eyelashes. She has her own eyelash shop. Right. Um, restaurant owners, all types of stuff. Sisters, okay. sisters up in Chester. Uh, we will be having them on the air very soon. I want to make sure I shout them out because the food is yeah, absolutely. Their food always looks good. Amazing. I gotta, I can't wait to try them out. Um, we. That's just an example of people that are doing things that other people are doing. Right. So, like, I, I'm going back to what you said originally. Don't be discouraged by somebody else doing what you do, okay? Do yours to the best of your ability, and what you do will attract your, your consumer, okay? Will attract your customer. Um, and th- what was the second? I'm sorry. I forgot the second thing that you said that we, we were just talking about. Uh, not cutting corners. And don't cut corners, yes. Please do not cut corners. Now, I do know a lot of people that have cut corners, knowingly and unknowingly cut right. corners, and it, it was detrimental to their business. It set them back. Maybe it had, they had to start over from scratch. Um, but, you know, do your research. Do your research. Talk to people. Talk to us. Talk to dot. Talk to people that have, have done this before because cause you're not the first entrepreneur. You're not the first person trying it. Talk to people that have done these things and what they went through and some of the things that they have done. I know a lot of people, most of the people that I know are entrepreneurs will talk to you, who, you know, whoever. Anybody. They're not looking to, to just corner the market. They, you know, they want to help each other. And, uh, you know, I'm looking to help people. I'm looking for help from people all the time. I call dot all the time. What you think about this? I'm thinking about doing this. I'm thinking about doing that. So, you know, you know, there's plenty of ways to, there's more, what they say, there's more than one way to skin a cat. More than one way to skin a cat. Old country saying. Don't come after me, Peter. I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, were there any more? Were there any more? Or whoever trademarked that saying. 
because oh, yeah. I'm sure somebody probably trademarked it by or can tried you trademark to trademark. It? Uh, well, you can try it. Um, Just bang my it knee doesn't. It doesn't happen. And like like you were saying, entrepreneurs will all. Most entrepreneurs are always willing to help people, and that's why I said, you know, shout out to Lawrence Moore, uh, who helped, who started allowing me to work with him back in what oh five oh six with dead denim uh, El Nino couture and just learning and soaking it up and i think for that relationship for us to still be working together 13 years later that's a testament to the type of person he is Mm -hmm. because he knew and i let him know well in advance hey at some point i want to move into my own direction right but I still go to him and say, hey, you know, how does this look? How does this placement look? Do you think this will work? And that's a testament then because as an entrepreneur, like for, for me, when I, when I get into the run with what I call entrepreneurship and I have people working for me at a station, I'm, my, my plan is not to have them work for me forever. Right. I want them to move on to bigger and better things. But I want them to sharpen their skills and be good enough because if they're good enough to go on to something bigger and better, if, if I'm not the biggest and best thing out there at the time, right. if they move on to something bigger and better, that means that, that my business has been flourishing because they've been doing their thing. I will never I will never hold anybody back. My, my plan is not to hold anybody back. If they're looking to do something, you know, do something somewhere else in another way that they can, you know, better themselves. Do it, and and just remember that as you as an entrepreneur, all the entrepreneurs out there, don't look to hold anybody back. Don't be afraid of competition. Don't be afraid of somebody coming out from under your wing, maybe doing the same thing that you've done. You have you have what's called um, what 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 are they? Uh, I, I lost I lost my train of thought. I forgot what the word is, but you I, I think of football, right? Um, some people that follow football, some people don't follow the NFL, but you have a coach, okay? Right. Now, I, I think of the San Francisco 49ers in the 80s. Bill Walsh was the coach. Under Bill Walsh, you had John Gruden, who was a coach right now. Andy Reid, who was a coach right now. Mike Holmgren, who was a coach, a Super Bowl winning coach. Um, from under Andy Reid, you had guys that are, you got about four or five guys that went on to head coaching jobs. Right. Like these things happen. The coaching tree. And, and they got to learn under you, and they got to make things better. So these are just some of the things to think about when you, you know, being an entrepreneur and, and when you may end up having employees under you that, you know, when you look, when you get forward thinking and start looking uh, at things for the future. Right. And the the third point that was on that post was that you've moved past that old thing. It says entrepreneurs are idea generators. Their first idea is never as great as their next idea. Copycats duplicate what they see, but most entrepreneurs are already working on their next big idea by the time copycats get to the first one. And I think that's another really big thing is that there you're you're always an innovator. Mm-hmm. And I think so now, you know, we saw I use the analogy of Burger King and McDonald's and mm-hmm. you know Wendy's. And now we get into hey, there's so many plant-based options mm-hmm. and the beyond burger was out there now. And then had, Burger King has moved on to the impossible I had burger. That, I had one yesterday. It's, I haven't had one yet, man. I want to try it. I just want to, I got to ask some questions. It's I got a life changing, but it's good. <laughs> I want to mm-hmm. see if they cooking it on the, on the, the same flame grill Probably. that they cooking these pork burgers on. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, I want to say, excuse me, beef, 
one hundred percent beef. Yeah, I want to make sure. Yeah, I don't want nobody. I don't want nobody saying that I claim Burger King makes burgers (laughs) that are pork. But uh, but no. So you're continually innovating and working on what's next. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's funny because if if you are on my close friends on Instagram, you see that I post stuff to my stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I only post it to my close friends and it's the stuff that I am working on that will be coming out in the future. And I usually let them see it first to give me some feedback on it. Mm. So I'm always in the mood to innovate and get prepared for what's next because somebody is going to take the next, that first idea that I already had, somebody's mm-hmm. going to take it and begin to capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. But let me go ahead and move to the next one because this is not the only thing that I have. Okay. So it's always about innovation. Like right now, and I haven't showed it to you, but I'll show it to you as soon as we're done. I'm working on an athletic line right now. Okay. Uh, so I'll show you the logo as soon as we're done wrapping up this episode so you can see what it looks like because I want to get some of the kids in it. I'm actually going to start using that as a sponsorship mechanism is getting some of the apparel out there to the kids. So it's really cool. And it's always about being innovative and getting that next idea out there while people are really just getting your original idea. Okay. So a lot of design stuff and big shout out to my, my cousin, Frank cook, Frank, cooker or ig if you don't follow him already uh, award-winning sneaker designer award-winning apparel designer who was most recently with nike uh, but he's freelance designed for a number of companies and i mean he's just so innovative i remember him showing me concepts of designs not even actual designs but just ideas that he had put together Mm -hmm. and then you would see some of that stuff come to fruition two three years down the line so it's an idea about having the foresight to see what's coming later and i think that's one big thing that a lot of entrepreneurs need to understand is you have to focus on what's coming down the road it's about the long game not the short game getting ahead of it getting ahead of some things being in front of things i can remember um, going back to some of the fast food places, I can remember when the, I believe it was the Atkins diet was very popular. Yeah. Um, a lot of fast food places were serving burgers wrapped in lettuce rather than being in a, in bread. Now, I don't even know if you can still get that. I guess maybe if you ask for it, I don't get know. Get a lettuce burger. But fast <laughs> forward to now to 2019, you have the Impossible Burger, you have right. the Beyond Burger, you know, these plant-based burgers and stuff like that where people, a lot of people are moving towards eating clean and eating uh, plant-based products and moving away from, from meat products, pork, beef, uh, chicken, turkey, uh, no and, and some fish. No chitlins. Can't have chitlin chitlins. Loaf. Can't have chitlins with that life. Chitlin who, low. Go who, down who, easy, don't come up rough. Who made who made the chitlin low? That was Hustle Man. Hustle Man. Hustle Man made the chitlin low. And Pigeon on a Stick. <laughs> pigeon on a Stick. <laughs> yeah, I man. forgot about that. Hustle That's Man. Pigeon on a Stick. That's <laughs> chitlin low, cheap. Go down easy, don't come up rough. Shout out to Tracy Tracy Morgan. Um, it's funny, some people don't believe that's Tracy Morgan when I tell them. Right. Yeah, that's Tracy Morgan. <clears throat> but um, so, uh, was there, was there any any other anything else? With yeah, that? and then the the fourth the fourth reason, man, and I think this is a huge one. Uh, if you're spiritual, if you're not, hey, it might not be the reason for you. But your footsteps are ordered. 
It says, God mm. called you to do exceedingly and abundantly above all things. Don't be distracted by a copycat trying to do something you're doing. There it is. And I really think it's just about staying in your lane and running your race. Mm-hmm. Your race is meant for you. It's not meant for anybody else. Absolutely. Say you will again. see people <laughs> do the same exact thing that you do. They will have more success than you. And you can get discouraged and say, hey, how come I wasn't being as successful as they were? That wasn't your race. They're running right. a different race. Right. They may be successful today. Mm-hmm. They may be successful tomorrow. But are they successful two years, three years, four years from now? And they may be one of the people that just saw you being successful and said, I could do that too. Right. And it may not work for them. And it's maybe you saw somebody be successful and you try to jump in and it don't work for you. I think it's so flattering to be an inspiration to somebody else. Because mm. people have come to me and like, hey, I want to do that too. And I really appreciate it. Like, for everything that I've ever done, there's always been an inspiration to me. Like, I've talked about L with uh, Mm -hmm. Dead Denim. He was a huge inspiration into me getting into apparel. Um, Nudie, uh, the party king, Mm -hmm. they were huge and instrumental in me getting into the event planning and throwing the events. Um, Loren Johnson, she was hugely instrumental in me getting into photography and videography Mm -hmm. and then helping me move into the small acting roles and writing. And now we're working on productions together. So it's just it's huge to see where you go from these people who inspire you like. To shit, to take it back to two thousand and three, mm-hmm. when you just said, "Hey, come to the studio with me," mm-hmm. and now it has evolved into something where we're doing shows and we're putting together a network and we're doing a lot of things. Right. Where originally it was just an invitation to come see how things work, right? And it's grown into so much. So your footsteps are ordered. You have a path that is meant for you. And if you're not successful, it wasn't your time to be successful. There you go. But what is coming for you is meant for you and you alone. It's not meant for everybody else because everybody else isn't on your journey. You're going to see people that are successful and you're going to say, man, I I had that idea. I didn't do this. What is wrong? Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with being successful at your pace. I always look at that meme that talks about who accomplished what by what age. You know, mm-hmm. when it says Oprah didn't start the Oprah show until 35 and Walt Disney didn't have Mickey Mouse conceptualized until he was 47. And, it, you know, we put ourselves on these timelines that says, hey, when you graduate from high school at 18, you have to have a degree by 22. You have to have a well-paying job by 24. You have to have a house and a family by 30. You know, you put yourselves on these timetables and then we get discouraged because we're not meeting society's expectations of what success looks like. Right. And I think when we start to build our own picture of what makes us successful and what success looks like and what wealth looks like for us, Mm -hmm. then we start to become what those things are we start to become successful we start to become wealthy uh for me like the concept of success and i think we talked about it in the first episode 10 years ago my concept of success was a six-figure income Mm -hmm. and then i got that six-figure income and i was more unsuccessful 
than I was when I was making $40,000 a year mm. because there was no happiness tied to my what I considered to be success. I wasn't worried about me as a person. I was worried about what my bank account looked like. I was mm. worried about where I could go and where I could travel and what I could buy with this new income, but I wasn't setting myself up to be what now I envision as successful. And now I feel like I'm so much more successful than I was then, you know, owning a house, owning two vehicles, having a family. These are the things that make me successful now. Being able to go and do what I want when I want to. That's what success looks like to me today. And I'm so much more successful now than I was then because I changed the definition of success for me. And success is, like you said, the definition of success for you was one thing, and now it's something else. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm reminded by of, of something that, you know, some people have told me in the past. You chase a title and you chase a dollar amount that it's not necessarily going to make you happy. Maybe for some people it makes them happy. Maybe for me, you know, you know, maybe a certain dollar amount will make me happy. When you make a certain dollar amount, the government takes a certain dollar amount, too. Ain't that the let's, truth. Let's not forget about that. But, you know, those things won't act... Won't necessarily make you happy, but success will probably truly make you happy. And make and like you said, ten years ago for you, success was a six figure income. But you've come to learn that you know success truly for you is happiness. Right. And if you're not happy with it, and you're making a six figure income, and you're not happy, then you know you're you're really not focused on money. You're really focused to be happy because you thought that six figure income was going to bring you happiness. Right. And one thing that we, can, we that we tend to do is, or some people tend to do, is look at the lives of other people on social media and see, oh, well, they bought this big house five years ago, and I'm still living where I'm living, and you right. know, you know, we need to be, you know, I need to be there, or you know, they got three cars and, and a motorcycle, and you know, and they look happy. Well, how many people have, have posted their failures? On social media. Right. It doesn't happen. You don't see the bankruptcies. You don't see the evictions. You don't see the legal proceedings. You don't right. see the repossessions. You don't see the 400 credit scores. A lot of I mean, people just post things to, and I don't want to say they're, they're posting them to get the attention, but they're posting they're posting their success stories because they're proud of, of their successes, and they should be. Right. But understand that with every success, there has been some failures to get behind it. You can't, I, I, I challenge somebody to show me anybody that has had all successes in their lives and have never failed at anything. Floyd Mayweather. Well, I Just don't know. Did, no, he, did, we, we know of Floyd has Floyd's, been to jail uh, a couple of times. We know of Floyd's failures. <laughs> Floyd's been so. to jail a couple of times. So, you know, he's he's been successful in the ring 51 times. Right. But, you know, in life, you know, he's had to spend some time in the, in the, in the, in the slammer. I'm sure he didn't want to. Actually, think about it. Floyd didn't win the gold medal. And I say Floyd should go back to the Olympics, <laughs> right? I say Floyd, and then we're getting off topic. Well, I say Floyd now. should go. He can. He's, he's a professional. They are, you... they, they are allowing professionals in boxing in the Olympics. Oh, that's Now that they allow professionals in boxing, I think this will be the first year, because it wasn't last time, but the, the, this will be the first year that professionals can go boxing in the Olympics. I think he should go back and get that gold medal. That wouldn't even and be And they're going to be scoring on a 10-point must. That wouldn't even be fair. Well, you never know. He could end up fighting back, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Well, and it still wouldn't be fair. Well, no, maybe it wouldn't be fair, but life ain't fair. But look, we're going to wrap this episode of the new Entrepreneur Negro brought to you by Last Name Legacy. We're going to wrap it up 
here for uh, for this episode number two. I hope you were able to get something out of it and hope we were able to inspire you, encourage you. And if you have any questions, of course, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at New Twist Radio. And, uh, you know, or you can IM us, DM, whatever it's called now, slide, slide in the DM. And uh, PM. we make it, we, you know, we'll talk to you. You know, we, we always like to talk to the people that, that listen to us and that have been supporting us. And uh, we'll definitely be ready to support you. And if you are an entrepreneur and you're looking to be on la- on the new Entrepreneur Negro, brought to you by Last Name Legacy, you can definitely hit us up. All right. Hit it, send us an email at, uh, you can send me an email personally at jwatson at newtwistradio.com. Or send uh, R dot uh, email at where 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 at R dot where, where we send. Oh email. man, just uh, you can shoot me a message. Last name legacy on Instagram. It's all one word. Uh, you can also shoot one to Block Suite B L O C S U I T E. It's on Instagram. It's on Facebook. Uh, I have I've just recently moved everything under one entity so now everything falls under last name legacy uh, tease with attitude is a subsidiary block suite is a subsidiary uh, it, so any channel that you choose to hit me up hit me up on my personal page r dot hunter on instagram same link to facebook man just hit me up i'm i'm ready to talk uh i already have a few entrepreneurs lined up uh, we're going to bring them on the show, talk about their businesses, their struggles, their successes. Uh, we want to hear more stories from people who are out there doing the same thing as we are. Uh, I also want to talk to people who are thinking about making the jump, uh, just so we can potentially give them some advice, hopefully give them uh, a little motivation to get there. So we appreciate any of the feedback and communication that we get from you guys. So let's talk. We'll talk real soon. All right. So there you have it. As uh, for our dial hunter, or Ryan Hunter, he's Ryan Hunter on this show. Why am I so loud right now? He's Ryan Hunter on this show for myself, Jay Chris. This has been the episode number two of the New Entrepreneur Negro, brought to you by Last Name Legacy. Make sure you follow the station on New uh, at New Twist Radio, and uh, you know, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at New Twist Radio. And uh, you know, just listen to Intelligent Ignorance and all the shows we got. All right, keep it locked to New Twist Radio. We'll talk to you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.